times, how do I live? How we live without you, Colleen? Girl. You, you, you do Y'all are doing fine. It's fun to be here, though. It's so fun to, like, see you and, like, hear you on the other shows. And I know. It's fun to pop around. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I'm not going to lie. Like, when my <laughs> alarm goes off, I'm not like, yay. But when I get here, yay, I'm good. it's four. Yay. Woo-hoo. No, now that I'm here, I'm having a good time. Yes, always. With you, Colleen Lindstrom, hanging out with Holly and me. Welcome. It's Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 1071. It's January 8th. The day after the Golden Globes. Yes. And Those course, all snuck day. up on me. Oh, same. Well, right? what, what was it, Holly? Was it Tuesday where yeah. you were like, hey, where are the Golden Globes? Yeah. Well, we were just like, oh, yeah, the Golden Globes. When are they happening? Right? Oh, oh Sunday. Okay. Well, that's fantastic. <laughs> well, I'm glad they've promoted it so much. Well, I mean, between, you know, <sighs> pandemic years yep. where award shows were, you know, s- scraping by and mm-hmm. trying to do their thing. Yep. And then the Golden Globes and the controversy they've surrounding been through the Hollywood. Some stuff. Yep. The Hollywood Foreign Press mm-hmm. Association and not being on television. Yeah. It was like, oh, what the heck? And yeah. A new network, CBS. Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, they did it back on Sunday night because remember they had moved at one point to like a Tuesday night to accommodate yeah, Monday right. night football. That yeah. didn't really yeah, work that out is, too well. Yeah. This rolled right from football right into the show. There was no red carpet, nothing. In fact, they had to cut the broadcasters off to be like, oh, in two it's minutes, t- it's time for the Golden Globe. We got celebrities. Hi, it's time to go. Goodbye. Gosh, I always uh, just the. The way that they map out that room, it can take some of the winners like a minute to get up from to the, the back stage. to the front. And it's like so hard to navigate all those tables and yes. then all those celebrities. They're in like, the way. I'd be like, I'm sorry, drinking. I'm going to have to stop and say hi to J-Lo and Ben. Of course. Mm-hmm. And uh-huh. it's an open bar. So, you know, by yes. the end of it, people are getting Ooh. sloshy. Yes. And that's one reason why I love it. Though. I know. Right. I saw one quick cutaway shot where Jared Leto was talking to Billie Eilish. And I was like, oh, there was another one where Jared Leto was talking to Nicolas Cage. And that oh. just like, that was vibes. Like, I didn't quite know what to do with all the awkward that I was yeah. <laughs> taking they were, in. They were bonding about their vampire yes. roles. And it was, oh, I mean, I was like, castles and bones. I would like to be a fly on that wall. <laughs> uh-huh. Watching Timothy Chalamet and Kylie Jenner Kiss? like get handsy with each other. I mean, yes. they were on a private date. And there were a lot of celebrities there. Uh-huh. They made it official, though. Yeah. If there were any doubts before. Yeah. It looked They're real together. real. They were all up on each other. Mm-hmm. Oh, and it was Nicolas Cage's birthday. Yes. So maybe he was wishing him happy birthday. True. Okay. That's yeah. true. Yeah. yeah. And That's true. they had just found a host because nobody wanted to host yeah. this. Who was this guy? Okay. Joe Coy. You don't know Joe Coy. I did not know. See, now, I, I look, I... Yeah, totally get it because yeah, this was a good gig for him at least to be like, I exist. Yeah, <laughs> right. I, I'm, I'm a thing. Me, I'm a thing. Now he's a Filipino co- comedian. Uh-huh. I, I'm half Filipino. I've been to see his show. He's at the uh, he was at the state state uh, theater and a few other places. I think he's super funny, especially yeah. when he goes into his Filipino grandma mom you know experiences, and then um. He was also dating Chelsea Handler for some time. Oh, that's I do remember that. Yep. So that's that guy. Right. Yeah. It's just like, you know, oftentimes they have a host who has their own late night show or something like that. And I was like, I don't know this person. Yep. Yeah. So and so as not knowing him, how do you think Joe Coy did as a host of the Golden Globes? Can I be 
I actually liked not knowing the host. Yeah. Okay. It, like it made it to me, for me, for me, it made it feel like less pressure. Yeah. In the sense of like for him, he was under a lot of pressure, but you didn't Your come in with, I didn't have any preconceived notions about him. So it was harder. Like it wasn't like I was ready to have any experience. Yeah. I was just like very open to like, okay, what are we doing here? Yeah. Does that make sense? No, absolutely. So I thought he did great with what was there. Yeah. yeah. And it clipped along, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Honestly, you were right. Like the people moving up to the stage to get their awards is the thing that, Often took the longest. Yes, there was that. And then the other thing, we'll get back to Joe Coy too, but is, I, I don't, so the presenters, there's one thing to just go hear the nominees and maybe do one like funny quip, Uh huh. but the presenters had more time than the winners did. Yeah, often and they did. Yeah. The Golden Globes, that always baffles me because yeah. they let those bits sometimes go on and on. And I'm just like. I'm yeah. over this. Yeah. You want to get that vaudeville hook off because oh, some people have great chemistry. I thought Audra Day and John Batiste. I was literally about to say that. Yes. I was laughing out loud at them and that felt very off the cuff. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. And they were able to riff and improvise with each other. But it didn't feel like it droned on and on right. and yeah. on. But then there were some people where I was like, oh, this is not This is not good. It's this not is landing. not good. Oh, this is this, not landing. When you guys were oh, the, suits, comfortable. the suits cast. Should have been a moment, but I was like, ooh, this is not the right crowd. Right when the Suits oh, cast came yeah. out. And then the ladies came out. Yep. Second. I was like, oh, that's for the people at home. Because the people in the room are like, what are these old, dusty characters doing here? You know what I mean? <laughs> right. But people at yeah. home were like, oh, yeah, because we're all into Suits. Finally, But yeah. nobody there was getting the joke. Yeah. So it didn't read well, unfortunately. For right. me. No, that's a good point. Yeah. Um, gosh. And then, yeah. So back to Joy Co- Joe, Joe Coy. Yeah. I, I like him. I think he's really funny. And you could tell there were some nerves. And then he kind of broke the wall by saying, look, I didn't write all these jokes. Yeah. You know? I know. No, I w- oh, I so was, you just oh, felt for oh, him. I was rooting for Joe Coy so bad. Yeah. yeah. He just, I was like, oh, honey. Just, just get it through. None of the jokes landed in his monologue. Oh, no, they just, the, none of them landed. The Taylor Swift one for sure went over like a fart in church. Oh my gosh. He <laughs> <laughs> was to her. really not. That uh, that felt very real to me. Like her reaction felt very real to me. Yeah, even though it's a funny joke. Oh yeah. Now, yeah. If, if a comedian that you knew beforehand had said that what it would have landed differently So that's what's hard about that was the hard part about the job that he was doing yeah is that people are expecting the host to to roast the celebrities yeah but he's sort of unknown so like we're not necessarily on his side right Uh, yeah yeah like when um oh gosh you guys the british guy Ricky uh, ricky gervais does that we're 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 on his side. Like, right. we see what he's doing. Yeah, but he goes full roast. When yes. Joe Coy dipped a toe in the roast. He, he did and low have, and slow. Yeah, and he did a low and slow <laughs> yeah. roast. And, yeah. and, he's the crock pot. <laughs> yeah, he's the crock pot set on low for eight hours. Yes. But when you are roasting, yeah. and you're a comedian who's doing a roast, you have to be all in and commit to the bit of the roast. Yeah. Even if there are cringes, even if people aren't laughing, even if people don't receive it. Now with Taylor Swift, I was, like, I was like, girl, this is a roast room. Yeah. This is a roast room. Yeah, and if you can't stand the heat, 
get out the crock pot. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, that's a funny joke. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I agree with that, but truly, like, her face in that oh. moment, and I, she's had a weekend, don't get me started, but, like, it she's was... She's had a weekend? I mean, she's had a while. It's oh. been a thing. Oh, what? Okay, well, we're going to get into that. Yeah, do you, we, do you, we, do you want to get into it in the next yeah. Uh, yeah, let's segment? Take a, okay. Right, let's take a break. And then at, at some point, too, we'll get into the winners, the snubs, yes. the whole bit, the fashion. So much to talk about with the Golden Globes. But yes, when we come back, let's talk about Taylor Swift, her weekend, and also a message from you mm. to just enjoy the music. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Jason and Alexis in the morning, My Talk 1071. Happy Monday morning, friends. It is January 8th. MyTalk1071.com. We've got a great app. Make sure you get that. Tap the app. Win some prizes. Just a wonderful experience all around. It's been a wonderful day so far because Colleen Lindstrom's here. Oh, it's so good to be here, you guys. Hey, girl. Hey, thank you so much for waking up and joining us. <laughs> you know, waking up earlier. I'm happy I'm sure you're to doing do now. We love it. Jace is on vacation, and he will be back on the 16th. But in the meantime, we've talked some Golden Globes. We're going to continue to do that as well. Um, But Taylor Swift, you said she's been having a weekend. What do you mean by that, Colleen? Because you're you're like the Swifty of all of us. I am the Swifty in the room. And I... Okay, so I unfortunately uh, did not prepare for the... Oh, wait, no, I know what I can do. I am behind a paywall on the New York Times, and like I don't remember how to sign myself in. <laughs> oh, so, um, But I was trying to get to this New York Times article, because this is the thing. This came out last week, I believe on Thursday. Okay. Um, an article from the New York Times about Taylor Swift... And it's an opinion piece, opinion essay, um, by uh, Anna Marks, who is an editor in the opinion section for the New York Times. And okay. here's the headline. Uh, Look what we made Taylor Swift do. And <laughs> this opinion piece exactly goes on to talk about, um, frankly, very frankly, uh, Taylor Swift's sexuality and some assumptions or some... Oh. Mm, some doing like honestly doing Taylor Swift math, right? Taylor Swift is the queen of uh, mystery and kind of leading her Easter eggs. her people down a crumb trail to try to solve things, right? Yeah. Well, well, and when we when you were here last, we did talk about sexuality questions mm-hmm. and things like that, which I had never thought about before. Um, but, you know, in Swifty world, I, that sounds like it's been a thread of conversation for some time. Yes. The, it, there, and there's always been rumors about it, but yeah. never anything um, confirmed. Yeah. And this opinion piece kind of actually like does the math, does the work of things like when she released certain songs and how she said certain things, both in these songs and in interviews that maybe led could lead one to believe that Taylor Swift was trying to come out mm. at some point and then Scooter Braun uh, 
took her master, bought her masters. Yes. And that made the whole trajectory go a different direction. But that then this opinion piece goes on to say, like, essentially, if she was trying to come out and never got to actually complete that, then she is living a closeted life. And what that must be like. Well, that came out on Thursday of last week, I believe. Okay. And her camp responded to it by saying, like, this is absolutely untrue, you know. And I think, you know, there's probably a part of her that now is like having to be in public. Well, this conversation is happening that she's not a part of. And she's in this relationship with Travis Kelsey, which is paying dividends for both of them. Yeah, and Mama. Right? Donna. Right? She's and and like Tiffany Mahomes. Like, there are people who oh. are adjacent to this that are getting attention in ways. Yes. The right. National Football League. Yes, they yeah, just, <laughs> the nonprofit organization known as uh-huh. the NFL. The company yeah. that made her jacket. Yeah, right? Like so she, there's she, like this is working. And so this is almost like a distraction. Now, on the one hand, I have a lot of conflicted feelings about this because on the one hand, I think, well, isn't this opinion person opinion article doing just exactly what Taylor Swift has invited? her fans to do all along, which is try to read between the lines and solve mysteries and follow the Easter eggs and, and, and figure something out. Yeah. She's like, like an unsolved mystery. Like sometimes things go sideways, right? And like, yeah. you can't control the speculation when you've invited the speculation. Right. So like, I'm sort of conflicted in that game. way. Yeah. I also have really strong feelings about how it's nobody's business to try to out somebody yeah. else's sexuality. That's ultimately how I feel. Right. And then I just pull all the way back and I say, can we just enjoy her music? Yes. Without it being like a project. <laughs> Yeah, like, I mean, finding Waldo can be really exhausting. Yeah, sometimes you just want to flip through the book and be like, nice colors. Yeah. I liked the illustrations. I happen to see a dog trust, in there. Great. I yep. trust that Waldo knows where he is, and that's fine. <laughs> exactly. Right? Like, that's sort of, sometimes I feel that way. I, I, that's why I don't tend to go down the the rabbit hole with a lot of the Swifties when they're really looking deeply into things. I just, I want to pull back and just go, this is a really talented person. Yeah, let's bop around. Who's legitimately printing money. And I am curious about her as a human being, but I don't need to get into trying to solve these mysteries that didn't ask to be solved. Yeah. Anyway, so that's why I I sort of. Right on board there. I did sort of feel like in the, in the audience of the Golden Globes, Mm -hmm. when he made a joke about her and she made a face that made it clear that she was not in on that joke. I thought, you know what, I'm going to give her some grace today because I think she's fighting a battle that we don't even realize, you know, that she's just not interested in being the butt of a joke right now. Yeah. And that's okay. It's okay. You know, you don't always have to play along. Would it have been more fun if she did? Totally. Mm -hmm. And maybe, I don't know, maybe she was, maybe that was, it looked real, but maybe she was just. I don't know. Yeah, having fun and playing along. I don't think so either. I think it was very like, yeah, here we go again. Stop. Yeah. And also (laughs) the tweets, man. People were just like, people did she ruin his career now? Is he done? Even before he really started kind of thing. Right? Oh, well, it is funny to see like the disproportionate amount of gossip headlines that are just focused on Taylor Swift being at the Golden Globes last night. It's like she was just there. She was nominated, didn't win, have a good time with her friends. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah and if, and if, if Travis was there, you know, it's always the questions of, oh, is, is she bothering his career? Like, is he not playing as well? Is he having a worse season than last oh, season? Okay, no. Don't even get me started oh, on why remember? they blame women for men's performances Jessica on Simpson. Yes. Remember Tony Romo. Yes. But are they asking the question, is he ruining her concert schedule? Right. Mm-hmm. right. No, they're not asking that question. Mm-hmm. Oh, so we've reached that point in the narrative mm-hmm. with these two, with Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. Yep. Yeah, because maybe he's not having the best season, but it's not because of her. Well, you knew no. this was coming, though. Like, yeah. right, we've been we've yeah. been here before. Been yeah, it's we've called been misogyny. Here. It's the Yoko Ono mm-hmm. effect. Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh, we never played that Christmas carol, did we? No, we didn't. Yoko, oh, was there oh, a Yoko Ono? Oh, oh my Christmas god, what carol? was she singing again? All Holly? I want for Christmas is you. And oh, I, up I feel like Yoko Ono. We need that in our lives. <laughs> um, I think I can probably find Desperately. it somewhere. Okay. Oh, Yoko. Oh gosh, sorry to bring that up, Holly. It just like you said it, and then we were listening to it in the prep room, and we were dying. Well, so and we I, just we never, you know what? Sometimes the holiday season gets a little busy. Uh, yeah, it does. And Absolutely. sometimes things get missed. Yeah. Really important things. Yeah, oh, like her singing. Can oh, we can yeah. we take a break and then we come back and we can listen to a little bit? Why don't we have it play it out, play us out? Oh, oh play us <laughs> That's out. A great yeah. plan. Let's yeah. have us play. Hey friends, Alexis, we're David and the team at First Equity. If you have a mortgage question, you know the team. The team has been working in our market for 23 years and counting. Of course, First Equity, they can do it all. Conventional, FHA, VA, first-time home buyer. They're an independent mortgage broker, so what that means for you is that you get that personalized assistance you need and deserve. This is a huge financial decision that you're making, and you want to make sure you have a, someone on your side that's not only taking the time to get to know you, but making sure that you are set up for financial success. And at First Equity, that's exactly what you'll get. It's local, so they'll meet with you. They'll meet you where you are, whether this is your first mortgage or your 50th, they've got you. And of course, they can shop multiple lenders, which gives you more options, better rates, more opportunities for down payments. Very nice. So all you need to do is give them a call, especially if you're buying your first home, shop for a mortgage before you shop for a home, 763-251-8000, or use my talk keyword, David. It's like you're coming home, Colleen. <laughs> it Jason. feels like it. Something's never changed. That's true, and it's just a little bit earlier. Yeah. yeah. It's Jason and Alexis in the morning, My Talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom hanging out with Holly and me this morning. Jason's on vacation. And around this time on Mondays, uh, we just have some fun with the five second showdown. So, shall we play? Let's do it. All right. Very, very well, well, well. You have five seconds, seconds. Five seconds? Initiating five seconds. This is Jason's new game Five Second Showdown. That's not enough time. You got five seconds. seconds. Bum, bum, bum. All right, uh, Colleen, I know you've played this many times with us. We're going to kick it off with Holly, though. As we do. <laughs> Are you ready, Holly? Are yeah. we in the right b- mind space to hum and a hum and a hum? Yeah, sure am. Let's do it. Find the folders. All right, here we go. Holly, name three musical instruments. Oboe, bassoon, and a timpani. Hey. Get it, girl. Hey. Why is Very oboe nice. was the first one I was thinking too? Oh, what is du- that? Those double breed instruments, underrated. They really are. Oh. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Huh. <laughs> yeah, the bassoon is very menacing. It bassoon. is. Yeah. It, it is. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, 
I, I remember you emailed while, while I was gone, or you texted me. What band, what was that about? Oh, I, now I forgot. Okay. Well, you asked if I was no, a saxophone. I did. I think we were trying, oh, I know what it was. We were trying to match make people with the instruments they would have played in band. Oh. And I, I felt like you were a saxophone okay. player in my heart. That's mm-hmm. what I wanted for you. Yeah. Um, but that's okay. I also find the French horn to be very intimidating. It's very intimidating. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I know people need to give more love to the French hornists and mm-hmm. the oboists and the oboists. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Agreed. The saxophone gets all the attention. It really does. And because, the clarinet. Because, you know, probably because of um, Bart Simpson or Lisa Simpson. Oh, it's not Kenny G. played the saxophone. <laughs> That's that, an that alto Lisa sax. did. That'd be Lisa. Yeah. yeah Lisa. Yeah. Saxophone. Mm-hmm. Saxophone. Mm-hmm. Okay, sorry, back to the game. I just got distracted because I remember you asking yes, that. I, thought, I forgot about this. Like, why huh? did I ask you that? No, we were trying to match. Who did make, the triangle? I, that, I think, was Julia. Okay. I think was, oh, we were doing it station I feel like I was. I feel like I was matchmaking people with the instruments that they would play in band. Love it. Right? Were you in band? Heck no. Oh, okay. All right. No, yeah, I played quiet. piano and that's it. I, yeah. I played no horns. Gotcha. Zero horns. And Holly, you were conducting, right? Uh, yeah, I played clarinet and played the clarinet and saxophone. Mm-hmm. Oh, and yeah. timpani and drums and and uh, guitar. Wow, and doing the conducting thing. Yes. Our girl is she's talented. Sure, yeah. Hot cross buns. Remember rock band? <laughs> she was rocking that. Drum oh, set. I do remember rock band. Oh. She was like animal. Amazing from the Muppets. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that was so good. Animal. That was mm-hmm. such a fun one. That was a fun oh. one. Oh, okay. Back to the game. Sorry about that. <laughs> Side note. All right, Colleen. <laughs> okay. Name three things that need to re- be replaced because of wear and tear. Uh, jeans, underwear, and tires. Wow. Wow. So pragmatic. <laughs> Those granny panties. I, I hear you. I fourth thing, and I'm glad that I didn't say it out loud. I mean, that is true because oh. it is the time in the life cycle of some underwear in mm-hmm. the drawer. Yeah, get, oh, let this be a reminder. Is it like a seven year? Let us now make January 8th National Go Through Your Undies Day. Yeah. Yeah. There's Holes. Some, are those thre- marks? Threadbare. Yeah. <laughs> Threadbare. Yeah. There are some that, like around the edges that you're yeah, just like, ooh. Do you ever I'm like, have I can wear it one like, more time? <laughs> you got, you're like pulling a string and you're like, how do I get re-? like, yes! And you're like, I can cut it. Fine. So you cut it and then it still starts to unravel. And then there is a point at which you're like, I'm about to lose these. The elastic's super done. loose. Yeah, they're <laughs> done. You've just unraveled yep. the whole thread. Yep. Yeah. Those, okay. Very good. Very good, Colleen. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Uh, here's mine. Name three famous Kevins. Kevin McAllister. Kevin um, O'Leary. And Kevin... Oh. Garnett, I got you. Garnett, Heart. yes. Heart. Connor. Yes, so many ah. heavens. All right. Holly. Yeah. Name three types of vegetables that go into soup. A carrot. <laughs> a broccoli. Uh-huh. Uh, an onion. Does that count? Yes. yes. Nice. Very nice. A potato. Also, I'm a potato. That all vegetables can go into soup. Agreed. I mean, isn't that what you do with a bunch of That's, leftover vegetables? Yeah, it's, you make hot salad out of them. Yeah. Or, yeah, you have to toss them. You're like, oh, <laughs> I gotta do something here. It's either stir fry or soup. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. And actually, potatoes now might be reclassified. That was right before Christmas oh, they were talking about that. That's exciting. And as, not as a starchy vegetable, yes. but as like a rice 
I feel in that like category. In green. Potato can be so much. I really want potato to live into its full potential. Mm, I yeah. agree. Yeah. That's my potato. My I feel potato like, pep talk for the day. I feel like we've really extrapolated a lot of the things that potatoes can do. Right? Don't play small like, potatoes. What are we missing here? I Colleen? don't know. <laughs> I, you don't know. Yeah, you're right. It's very potatoes, versatile. Be like a potato. Yeah. All right, here we go. Okay. Colleen. Okay. Name three songs by Madonna. Oh, Holiday. And, uh, the, like a Prayer and Like a Virgin. Nice. She's, she loves, she just like a lot of things. Mm-hmm. He, he is. You're right. Oh, gosh. Okay. This is the same. Okay. Name three international banks. <laughs> Holly had this last time. Chase? What? What did we come up with? There was some letter. I first think. international. Second, second international. international and third international. Yes. <laughs> that is. What the heck I, kind of question is that? You do HSBC, Deutsche Bank. Oh, yeah. Uh, now Bank the, of England. Yeah. What okay. look at you pulling them out of nowhere? Did you Google that? No. Okay. No, but she had that one last I'm real time impressed. Unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. We couldn't think of them, so we just said, yeah, first, second, third. I like that. All right, Holly. Let's do it. Name three words that start with Z. Zebra, Zelda, and zoinks. <laughs> I like how you said zoinks. that. Zoinks. 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 It all counts. Uh-huh. Colleen. Yeah, okay, I'm scared. Name. Oh, you get you get the songs here. Oh, fun. Name, name three songs that have a place in their title. Oh, uh, Midnight Train to Georgia. Uh, yeah. Old MacDonald had a farm. <laughs> yes. And it's a place. It is. I'm sorry, I never got to three. That's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's so many. <laughs> there really um, are. Hmm. <laughs> heaven? <laughs> oh, yeah. Ooh, heaven is a, a place on Earth. Yeah, it's a place on Earth. There you go. Um, okay, here we go. Name three objects that start with the letter T. Okay, teeter-totter, tops, and tupperware. <laughs> I love that you just started with a syllable and you're like, let's see where this takes me. Like, we go a lot of interesting We're places. We're going to go on this uh, adventure. <laughs> where will this end? Uh, tupperware. Tup- I was going to say, tup- I don't even know, but um, Tumblr. There, there, there's there another go. one. There's another one. Yeah. Should we go one more round or should we take a break? Let's do one more one round. One more round. Okay, Holly, here we go. Oh, name three Smurfs. <gasps> um, Papa Smurf, Smurfette. And don't all the Smurfs have the same name? <laughs> I think there's a grandpa. Well, that's Papa. That's Papa Smurf. I yeah, mean, he's uh, the one in the red pants. Oh, yeah. No, there's one that um that looks in the mirror all the time. Which one's that again? <laughs> uh, um, uh, self-absorbed Smurf? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, we have all of these. Smurfette, Papa Smurf, that's Brainy Smurf. Uh... Is that vanity, vanity, vanity smurf. smurf? Yeah, yeah, that one. You know, you know what's funny is when you spend a lot of time away from the Smurfs and the dwarfs, you realize like they're really kind of based on each other. The seven dwarfs and the Smurfs. Yeah, they're all kind of the same. And Santa's reindeer. Look at you! Wow! Look at you! Wow! It's nothing is original anymore. <laughs> It's like we're huh. yeah. It's like we're realizing that again. Yeah, uh-huh. it's all been done. It has been. All right, Colleen, let's end with you. Okay, name three radio hosts: uh, Jason, Alexis, and Holly. Yeah! Right. Woo! Right. That was 
Easy. Nailed it. <laughs> Fabulous. Oh, that was fun. I love this five second showdown. That's hopefully, easy and fun. I like it. Hopefully, you were playing along and having a good old time. Say, so right when we ended the show on Friday, there was some big casting news White Lotus, Big Little Lies. We'll break it all down next. Thought Dua Lipa last night at the Golden Globes. Looking hot. Yes. Having fun. That whole table. Man, it was probably fun to be part to of be the, Barbie. the Barbie table. To be at the Barbie table. Obviously. Yeah, and then Margot Robbie with that pink. Oh, she looked oh. amazing. And, and the, you know she's been saving some of those best Barbie looks for the yes. award season. Oh, thank goodness. That tool that was like polka dotted. Yes. Oh my gosh. That was just gorgeous. So much fun to uh, see the fashions and what people were wearing and who won. Golden Globes will continue to break that down. But before we do that, well, Colleen is here. Thank you. Make sure we mention that. Jace is on vacation. He'll be back next week. Thanks for having me, you guys. Oh, my gosh. Thanks for coming in and being here and just having the best time. I love it. Always good to see you. And... uh yeah, we got to talk about some casting news, cause some big news. White Lotus, you're a fan, right? Love White Lotus. Right, okay, same. Love. We devour that, don't we, Holly? Oh, <laughs> it comes out, we're it, watching it. Yep, it's a great Sunday story. So season three mm-hmm. yeah, of the, the White cast? Lotus. We knew that the show was going to be taking place in uh, Southeast Asia. Yes. And uh, a couple of people had been announced. Well, over the weekend, or late on Friday. Yeah. Additional cast members of season three for the White Lotus were announced, including, but not limited to, Michelle Monaghan, Parker Posey, and Jason Isaacs. Now, Natasha Rothwell, who was in season one as Belinda, she was already previously announced, but that's all we knew. Yes. That's all we knew about it. Now, this is going to be taking place in Thailand, and production begins next month. Oh, I love everything about the White Lotus from the actual product of it but also the fact that like essentially this is a way for people to have an amazing vacation <laughs> yeah, like yeah, when they so go much to fun do between, this yeah they're like at the resort that they're filming at and so they're hanging out partying together and then mm-hmm. working together and it just feels very i don't know bougie survivor to me yeah so you have to pick your cast yeah, care. like who's going to be fun? Yes. That's why sounds- Adam Sandler does what he does. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. And his whole Happy Madison production is like, what exotic location can we take uh, all of our friends to and make a movie? And have fun. <laughs> and make Netflix pay. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, that's like, we are, we want to be friends with Adam that Sandler. That is how you game the system, people. Yeah. Yes. Doing it right. You find and Mike the thing White- you love to do, and then you find a way to do it in the place you want to go. Yeah. Mike White would be, uh, yeah, he's got the he's got the memo for sure. And, he, you know, I was thinking about, he's someone that has done so much in the entertainment business. I did not realize, because Eric Perkins, who was here last yeah. week, is a big fan of Survivor. Uh-huh. And Mike White was a contestant on one of the seasons. Yes. And he also did uh, Amazing Race a couple times, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then I went to watch... Um, migration and that animated film Mm -hmm. that was really kind of the only option because my husband doesn't want to see the musical Wonka which I can't wait but (laughs) details so that was the only thing with Uh the four-year-old but he helped he was a co-writer on that yeah he's like white lotus yeah he's highly decorated yeah yeah and diverse and and like really cool ways Yeah. yeah yeah 
So that's that's really awesome news. What do we know? So they're filming next month. So they're filming next month. Yep. Season three, The White Lotus. They're filming in Thailand. Mm-hmm. And everyone there is very excited that the cast <laughs> and crew is going to be hanging out at a luxury resort in town. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah, so, and then it premieres, well, probably later this this year. Uh, yeah. Exactly. Uh, TBD. Yeah. Love. Well, yes. this is why we're so excited. Like, the strike is over. Yes. Because we get to look forward to things now. Yay. But we're still in this, like, liminal in-between space, right? Because, like, Grey's Anatomy isn't back yet. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. You're oh, really yeah. into Grey's. But it's coming. Grace. I think it's coming in March. Yeah. Did I make that up? No, I think so, too. I, I have to I wait have to that make... long. Jeez. I know. It's okay. But it will be really good, right? It's it's hitting another stride. For me, I mean, I don't know. How many strides can it <laughs> Well, it's been hitting strides for 20 years. I'm like, what else can they do on that strong. show, Colleen? What else can they do on Grey's Anatomy? Uh, Holly, mm. you know, listen, mm. I think that's a great question. And I think my question back to you is, do you ever get tired of watching hot doctors have sex in the on-call room? Haven't we already had ghost sex on that <laughs> that's show? That's true. That was early. That was, that was yeah, early. With Izzy and a lot of plane crashes. I'm not a fan of that. Mm, uh, mm. We've had, uh, I think we've had like earthquakes. Mm. Oh, okay, I think we've had a lot. I mean, a lot. We've had bombs in bodies. I mean, it, oh, will they ever stop thinking of thing of shocking things to do in the hospital? It, 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 this show is based in Seattle, right? Correct. Okay, well then they can maybe take a page from what happened last year with rogue whales. Rogue bump, whales bump it into a ship. That's right. And then they yes. gotta take in all the people from the boat. You're welcome. Oh Grace my god, that. they have whiplash and stuff. Ripped from the headlines, Holly. <laughs> yeah, they should do that. Ooh. Ripped from the headlines. I'm going to talk to Ellen Pompeo after the show. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to take a call with Ellen Pompeo. That's right. I'm gonna leave word with Ellen Pompeo. Yes. Uh, We've got some ideas for you. Uh-huh. Well, let's head a little south and head to big little lies. Yeah, let's go to Monterey. Monterey, California. Yeah. Because, okay, by the way, I yeah. can't believe we're still doing this, but go on. That we're doing Big Little Lies? Yeah, again. Yeah. Well, Reese Witherspoon confirmed yeah. that season three of Big Little Lies is in the works. Now, it doesn't mean that it's actually going to happen, but Reese Witherspoon, she was at the Golden Globes last night. There was. And mm-hmm. she was dishing about it. She said, we're working on it. Nick and I have been working on it a lot. Nick being Nicole Kidman. So, yes. you know, and the thing is, is that huh. the director of Big Little Lies passed away a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. So one of the big creative forces behind it is no longer clearly available to work on it. So there is just a lot of speculation, too, about, well, where is the story going to go? Yeah. After well, that's kind of what I'm saying. Well, is like, I, I'm, I'm shocked that we're still doing this. Wait, 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 wait. What? What? Colleen is shocked that Big Little Lies is yes! getting a season three when yeah. Grey's Anatomy is on season 37. Yeah, yes. you know what? Good point. I was <laughs> like, wait, 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 what? <laughs> we already were on a borrowed storyline with uh, Big Little Lies because it was based on the book, right? Yep. So the, and, and they the did the whole book. Season. And then the second season kind of went with its own thing. Yep. And now I'm like, we're I can't believe we're still doing this. But well, Game of Thrones. They did that. that they got me on the books. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's not unheard of. It just is, uh, I just was interested in it. (laughs) (laughs) But it has been a lot. Look, season one of Big Little Lives, that was all the way back in 2017. Oh my gosh. Are you serious? Yeah, season two (gasps) was in 2019. This is bonkers. That doesn't feel that long ago. It really doesn't. Okay. Well, do do we know? I mean, they're not talking about casting or anything yet. All we know is that Reese Witherspoon said we're working on it. Okay. Which means goodness knows what 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, we know Laura Dern has said that she would absolutely come back as Renata. So Mm -hmm. we know that. We'd hope that, yeah, the core. Yeah, well, that sort of is the show. That would make it or break it. Um, I do need to take a call with uh, Reese Witherspoon today because um, this weekend I was eating breakfast with my daughter at a diner in our neighborhood and I came up with a great name for a diner and it's Grease Witherspoon. <laughs> well, clearly we're making calls today, Colleen. I gotta, I gotta get Ella <laughs> on the horn. I think it's gonna do better. <laughs> Me calling okay. Reese Witherspoon to see if I can have a diner <laughs> named Grease Witherspoon. <laughs> or great Holly calling Ellen Pompeo with actual plot lines. Yeah. For whales. Have Anatomy. you thought about whales in Grey's Anatomy? <laughs> Rogue whales, nature clapping back. <laughs> Talking about the whale tales. I mean, then you call it Grey's Anatomy uh, colon whale tales. Colon <laughs> whale tales. Yeah. That's a lot. I mean, it's d- a lot of back end business there. Yeah. <laughs> Does Grey's Anatomy do they do uh, topical of the moment mm-hmm. stories? Like, yeah, they do rip they do from, from the headlines. headlines for sure. Okay, well, great. So, I, and if that call doesn't go well, Holly, I want to invite you to close it by asking Ellen Pompeo if she'd like to invest in my diner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sure, she would get in on the, on the ground floor. Yes. Get in on the ground floor. Oh, Look, there's a whole oh orca God. island in the Pacific Northwest. Yeah, that's dangerous, uh, y'all. There's there's a lot of stories to tell around that. And imagining, uh-huh. yeah, I want. Uh, the, I want. The I know Ellen's orca. a big fan of the show. So Ellen, yeah. come on, Ellen, <laughs> and Reese Witherspoon too. Yeah. But what would be the number one seller you think at Grease Weatherspoon? I mean, I don't know. I sort of thought that up. I, I was working, um, I was workshopping some dishes um, tonight. <laughs> <laughs> but now I can't remember them. I was. I thought it would yes, be fun to name food. them all after celebrities. Ah. And just like, who looks greasy? No, like give them food, food like assign them foods and uh-huh. make it their name, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like Gail it. King Crab or something like that. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> See what I'm doing? Yes, I like yeah, it. Okay. I like it. Okay. okay, well, if you have any ideas for Colleen, you know, just email the show, shoot her a message on socials. <laughs> Am I the Ass Hat is next.